Welcome to The Spirit of Healing, the podcast that explores the profound connections between mind, body, and spirit in the world of holistic health. I'm your host, Lisa Powers, and I'm here to guide you on a transformative journey to balance and wellness. So join us as we dive deep into ancient healing traditions, modern holistic practices, and the power of conscious living. Discover practical insights, expert wisdom, and inspiring stories to empower your own path to well-being. So get ready to unlock your inner healer, because here we believe that true wellness is found within. So subscribe now, and let's embark on this journey together. Thanks so much for joining me here today. Uh, we had a really interesting conversation uh, this week on with our uh, Heliosoul group, and uh, we were talking about uh, Heliosoul and imbalances, like chronic imbalances, imbalances where the immune system is involved, um, and a couple interesting things came up. So often you'll hear in the functional medicine space or the integrative medicine space, you'll hear about root cause. And um, we're really starting to understand the role that pathogens play in our imbalances. Um, so, you know, uh, the traditional medical community used to say that, uh, you know, especially in autoimmune conditions, that the body was attacking itself. But what we're starting to realize now is that, no, actually, the body is actively trying to rid itself of pathogens that we were just previously not able to observe or we weren't aware even to measure them. And uh, we're slowly making headway with that. Um, and so there's a lot of natural therapies that work at that root cause level, working with path pathogens, things like parasites and bacteria and, you know, mycoto mycotoxin and, um, yeah, so, and that's very effective and important, I think, um, and it can be extremely helpful for many people, um, but I think it's also helpful to go another layer deeper and say, well, what is it that makes one body susceptible to these pathogens while another body is able to either not attract them or if they do end up, um, you know, coming into contact with them, uh, they're able to release them and, uh, and not have any physical ramifications. So what separates those two bodies? And then we get into the idea of terrain theory. And with terrain theory, the idea is that you have to make the environment inhospitable for um, the pathogens so that uh, they're not attracted to the tissues. Um, they don't stay if they come into contact, etc. So, um, and then there's a whole field of study around that. But again, I think we can go deeper. And so what is it that makes one person's body or terrain attractive and another not? So, um, and, and that's when we get into energy and we get into um, the beliefs we hold, which then lead to the emotional storage within the tissues, which can taint the cellular activity. And actually also, um, you know, all the way down to our, our DNA genetic level. And so I thought it was really important that we address that that belief level um, because so much can occur as a result of our beliefs. So let's dive into uh, how beliefs are formed, um, how they impact us, how we can create change um, to, uh, you know, create an inhospitable terrain for anything that's lower frequency than what we are, which is, um, you know, bright white light and love.
Okay, so we know we all want to live a joyful, peaceful life, yet most of us seem to struggle to attain that ideal. So daily irritations come up, uh, we have conflict in our relationships, we have health issues, or just the day-to-day stress of modern life can often leave us feeling anxious, frustrated, or simply just unhappy. And so what if the source of our discontent lies not in our external circumstances or environment, but within our own minds? Now, our minds are incredibly powerful tools that shape our perception of reality. So the beliefs, assumptions, and expectations we carry actually filter our experiences and color how we view every moment. And when these mental constructs are rigid or they're limiting, they can prevent us from seeing the inherent perfection in ourselves, in those around us, and our world. So by releasing limiting beliefs, we can uncover our natural state, which is peace, fulfillment, and inner freedom. So where do beliefs come from? Now, our core beliefs and ways of filtering reality begin forming as soon as uh, we are conceived, right, even in utero, and then really continue to develop through early childhood. And we absorb ideas about who we are and how the world works from our families, our culture, the education we receive, and the experiences we have in our life. And these beliefs operate mostly below our conscious awareness. And they program our automatic reactions to the events and people in our lives. So for example, If as a child, your parent frequently called you lazy or irresponsible, you might have developed core beliefs like I'm incompetent or I can't be trusted. Or if we grew up, for example, in poverty, we might believe deep down that there's never enough or money brings misery. And these kinds of childhood imprints become subconscious filters that shape our adult perspective and our behaviors. So when we cling to beliefs too tightly and we see them as unquestionable truths rather than just simple mental constructs, they become rigid and limiting. And rigid belief systems force us to view reality through a very narrow lens and it cuts us off from broader understanding. And they also keep us stuck in reactive patterns and prevent growth. So let's explore a few examples of how rigid beliefs lead to suffering. Here are some good ones. So life should be fair. Now, (laughs) when things don't go according to our sense of fairness, this belief is going to elicit resentment, bitterness, or the feeling of being victimized. Another one, I must be perfect. And we judge ourselves harshly then. We might never feel good enough. And this will often lead to work, 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 being a workaholic, uh, perfectionism, or not even trying for fear of failure. Another one that we can subconsciously or consciously hold is people can't be trusted. And with this worldview, we isolate ourselves from others. And then we miss opportunities for friendship, for intimacy and support. And then that feeling of being disconnected will breed unhappiness. Another big one is I'm not lovable. And 
believing that we're fundamentally flawed or unworthy then attracts unhealthy relationships or we even sabotage the good ones that we have and we remain closed off and unable to give or receive love fully. So does this mean we must abandon all of our beliefs and ideals? And the answer is not at all. However, you want to develop the ability to hold your beliefs lightly, and that's going to allow more joy and inner peace. So instead of shutting out conflicting information, we remain open and we're curious. And we recognize that our current perspective is not ultimate truth, but it's simply one way of viewing an issue. Now, flexible belief systems help us to flow through life with greater ease and wisdom. So we maintain our personal values and our standards without being knocked off balance when reality fails to conform. So with less judgment and attachment to being right, we experience less emotional turmoil, which as we talked about, then impacts our body in a positive way. So openness to new information leads to continued growth. Hello, beautiful souls. Before we dive deeper into today's enlightening episode, I wanted to share something truly transformative with you. Have you ever felt called to tap into the incredible power of energy healing? Do you dream of becoming a certified energy practitioner and guiding others towards healing and wholeness? If so, I have some exciting news for you. I'd like to introduce you to the Helio Soul Practitioner Program. It's a comprehensive and life-changing course designed to unleash your full potential as an energy healer. In this program, you'll discover the ancient wisdom and cutting-edge techniques that will make you a master of energy healing. You'll watch as your own life transforms as you develop your healing abilities and become a licensed Heliosoul practitioner ready to empower others on their own healing journeys. So if you're ready to step into your power, make a real impact on the world, and embark on a journey of healing and self-discovery, visit my website at lisapowers.co to learn more about the Heliosoul Practitioner Program. Now let's get back to today's episode. So to uncover the limiting beliefs that are lurking below our conscious awareness, we need to explore the terrain of our subconscious minds. And one powerful route into the subconscious is through contacting the energy fields of our body. Now, there are Eastern healing systems like acupuncture, yoga. Um, They've long recognized the existence of subtle energy centers um, called chakras. And each major chakra corresponds to core elements of our consciousness. So things like security, relationships, personal power, heart connection, communication, intuition. So imbalances in these energy centers will reflect distorted beliefs and unmet needs in those areas of our life. Now, for example, a blocked solar plexus chakra indicates issues around confidence and personal power. A blocked heart chakra can reflect difficulties with unconditional love and compassion. And when we bring loving awareness to stuck energetic patterns, they can unravel and free us from limiting mindsets. 
Now, in addition to the chakras, every organ and body system holds specific frequencies and consciousness related to particular emotions, mental states, and spiritual challenges. So the liver, for example, carries anger and frustration energy. The lungs connect grief and longing. The intestines hold beliefs about deservingness and nourishment. And when physical or emotional health issues arise, the body's pointing us to subconscious wounds that are ready to be healed. And then through inner inquiry, our energy work and our holistic therapies, we can transform stuck places within our body mind. And as we clear out the dense, low vibration energies, higher consciousness and inner freedom will naturally blossom. I thought we could explore the toxic belief patterns in our lives that promote suffering. Okay, so let's look at four particularly toxic belief patterns that can breed unhappiness. And noticing when these inner saboteurs arise is the first step in dismantling them. The first is black and white thinking. So viewing situations or people in extreme polarized categories. So this person's right, this person's wrong, this person's good, this person's bad, and there's no nuance. This mental rigidity prevents us from seeing the bigger picture. Another pattern is catastrophizing. So expecting the absolute worst case scenario as inevitable. And you might know people like this. And that pattern fuels anxiety consistently rather than faith in handling challenges. And we know what that ongoing stress does to the body, to the nervous system. Shoulds. <laughs> um, I always joke, we shouldn't should on ourselves. So um, judging reality or yourself according to fixed standards. So shoulds spawn guilt, shame, and self-loathing when life fails to conform to those rigid beliefs. And then personalizing is another one. So constructing negative narratives that reinforce low self-worth. So for example, well, they rejected me because I'm unlovable, or I'm a total failure, or it's all my fault, when perhaps the situation wasn't about you. Okay, so once we become aware of those self-defeating mental patterns, we no longer need to unconsciously believe or react to them. And instead of identifying with those limiting narratives, we can remember our true nature, which is expansive, creative, and um, we are, you know, powerful beings with agency to shape our inner experience, which then shapes our outer experience. So by continually catching ourselves when old thought forms arise, we retrain our minds to default to a more life-affirming set of beliefs. So useful replacements for the negative patterns can be, um, you know, this is one perspective, but there are many ways I could view this situation, right? And that'll help with the polarized thinking. Or I have tools to handle whatever arises and lessons to learn. And that provides faith. My value is not dependent on arbitrary standards, and this helps us drop the shoulds. And this experience reflects where I need healing, not who I am. And that can help ensure we're not taking things on where we shouldn't. 
(laughs) Now, the more we exercise our mental flexibility, the easier it becomes. And soon the expansive beliefs take deeper root and they blossom into greater peace and enjoyment of each moment. And we then see life from a lens of compassion. And that opens us up to receive and reflect more love. So as we dissolve those limiting beliefs, we also replace reactive patterns with conscious, empowered responses. So consider some examples of common reactive tendencies we might have, and then what those conscious responses might look like. So um, you might be reactive if you feel irritated when plans change unexpectedly. And a conscious response instead would be that you flow with changes and you trust there is value in the unfolding. You might be reactive if you often procrastinate or resist taking action. And instead, moving into that conscious space of response, you are feeling motivated by your vision of contributing good. A reactive state could be that you shrink from sharing your gifts with the world. Instead, the conscious response is you feel safe expressing your authentic self. You might be reactive if you recoil from a perceived flaw or failure within yourself. And the conscious response is you have compassion for your humanity and you learn from your mistakes. So when we aren't hijacked by rigid belief systems, we naturally move through life with more grace. And instead of battling reality, we dance with the unfolding of each moment. So releasing those ingrained beliefs means moving out of our comfort zones into uncharted inner territory. And sitting with the unknown does require a great deal of vulnerability. So old fears may arise, fear of losing a sense of identity, fear of making mistakes, or fear of what will fill the void left by those former beliefs. We might wonder... If I let this belief go, what will be left? Who will I be? And rest assured that what arises is not something to be afraid of, but something to be celebrated. Your pure, authentic self will be expressing and experiencing its full potential. And when we stop clinging to rigid identities, we discover who we are when all artificial limitations are stripped away. And we touch the energetic blueprint of our soul with its unique gifts and purpose. And we can feel viscerally that we are both perfect and whole as we are. And simultaneously on an adventurous journey of expansion. So this state of being can't be fully described in words, but it must be lived to be understood. So as we release layers of limitation, you're going to notice you feel progressively lighter, freer, more peaceful, and infused with unconditional love. And any lingering fears dissolve in the dawn of this new consciousness. And we see that we remain eternally ourselves, yet we are also one with all beings. And our consciousness expands to become more inclusive, compassionate, and joyful. And we effortlessly perceive the inherent perfection of life's unfolding. So when we drop limiting beliefs, we discover that nothing real can ever be lost. And a whole new world emerges from within. So the inner terrain reveals itself 
as blessed beyond measure. And our journey now becomes one of learning to embody and express ever greater gifts with humility, wisdom, and gratitude. So I hope this provides you with some information and inspiration to reflect on the beliefs that may be limiting you and help you open up to new perspectives and unlock greater freedom and joy in your journey. Our lives mirror our inner worlds. So doing the inner work is what allows true transformation so that you can shine your light. Thank you so much for joining me on this enlightening exploration today on the Spirit of Healing. I hope you found inspiration and valuable insights that you can carry with you on your own path to well-being. Now, I love hearing from listeners, so if you have questions, thoughts, or topics you'd like me to explore in future episodes, please reach out to me through my website at lisapowers.co. Your feedback is invaluable in shaping the content I bring to you. And speaking of shaping your journey, if you're ready to take the next step in your path to holistic wellness, don't forget to check out the Heliosoul Practitioner Program. It's an incredible opportunity to become a licensed energy practitioner and make a real impact in the world of healing. Before I say goodbye, I want to express my heartfelt gratitude to you for being a part of our podcast community. Your support and your presence mean the world to me. So until next time, continue to nurture your mind, your body, and your spirit. And remember that healing is a journey and you are on the right path. So stay tuned for more enlightening episodes of The Spirit of Healing. And until then, take care of yourself and keep shining your beautiful light.